Chubby Flaco, dímelo mi gente. JP Savage, ya tú sabes. Old school. Hey, we back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again for joining us. Welcome to another episode of Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots, the show that's unintentionally unintended for those with sensitive ears and weak bladders. Ladies and gentlemen, we have some <laughs> special guests for you this week. We're going to give it to well, them. Not, not just, just one. one. That's, That's right. I said two. Our boys, JP and Josh from the Irish Whip Podcast. Talk to them for a second. What's up, boys? <laughs> special Ed. Look at that, dude. Special Ed with a number 12 jersey back there. Look at that. Fucking oh, he's starting early. He's starting early. How do you reconcile that? Like, how do you wear that jersey? I don't. I'll, I'll In the go. dark. It's false. That's how he reconciles that jersey. I have a Teddy Bruschi jersey back here somewhere yeah, that I can still wear yeah. because he's a legend. I respect Teddy Bruschi. I will say no ill things about Teddy Bruschi. Okay, okay. I'm a Steelers fan, so let's just say that the fucking Patriots, I hate them because they Stop. kick on every fucking time we play them. Like, I hate them. Like, I want them all the time. So, which means his quarterback has the same jersey hanging up that I do. He does. There's a goddamn autograph in his office. <laughs> Mixture, if you hear that, the Steelers get beat by the Patriots. Man, they must suck, right? Right? Uh, I don't want to talk about it, yo. All right, uh, we're Jets fans. I'm a Jets fan. What do I we're get? I'm a Giants fan, so you're welcome. JP, I'm sorry, but the superior JP. The Giants Listen, fan. Every- Every once in a while, arms grab, a, jump out of a helmet and grab a ball miraculously. So it's all good. <laughs> What's destined to be is destined to be. At the end of the day, is the W that counts. That's it. That, that's true. We're still talking about football. That's oh, right. That's right. We're we'll talking about professional wrestling. Oh, yeah. oh, I was talking about ball grabbing. I was. I was that. <laughs> let's talk, let's let's open up on some bright notes, man. It's a it's scary world we live in out there these days. And um, Titus O'Neil has some good and positive things to say. Um, did we all catch his message? Yes. Yeah. Uh, how are we feeling about this, guys? Who wants to talk to me first, real quick? I, you know, like I just watched my city get demolished. Like I talked to Josh Sunday, and it was like I, I don't know what to do right now. As you all know, Boston's won a ton of championships over the years in sports. We've never looted. We've never rioted. So that happening here, like it's just never happened. It's kind of unforeseen. And I grew up about a mile to two miles from where it all happened. So I was just like pissed off, really. And uh, none of the local leaders showed up. And none of the national leaders showed up. So 
November's not too far away. Mm -hmm. Right, but I'm getting into like miring into politics, right? Because that's that, that where we're all like we don't want to go there, right? Who the fuck wants to go there? Let's be real, right? Uh, but it's it's just such a a, a hard time to avoid the the topic altogether, right? The systemic racism, racism, and if we do bring it back into wrestling for a second, all right? We talk about all the time with the WWE, right? Don't you guys say right, Vic? Every Every time a black uh, wrestler wins a title, what do you say? Must be February. It must be February because that's when the, they give the black champions a, a turn. Is you know what I mean? So it, we see it like everywhere. So we can't like not talk about it. We have to talk about it. And then we got like Nia Jax also saying some racist shit herself. And uh, fuck Nia uh, Jax. <laughs> the way I look at it, as far as being a wrestling podcast, we have a voice. So we need to kind of address it at some point. And the thing is, just like, just like we did, and, and I, I don't want to get into it too much. Yeah. And I'm just like you guys. I'm out here in Montana. It's not affecting me. I mean, it is, but it's not. My problem is, is just like JP said earlier before we came on here, is that my entire life when it comes to pro wrestling and this is through a screen. Like, this is how I live my life through pro wrestling is I don't get to go to live events. I don't get to do this stuff. Like, there's 1.5 million maybe people in the entire, the fourth largest state in the United States. But trust me, man, um, watching uh, the eulogy today for George Floyd brings it in perspective for me because I'm ashamed a lot of times to have the skin that I do because of the people that are associated with the color of skin that I have. And it's embarrassing. It's shameful. Um, it's, it's horrible. It's a really horrible thing. And it's been systemic for a very, very long time. And I'm, I'm fucking tired of it. Like, if this motherfucker was still alive right now, this shit wouldn't be fucking happening because we'd be running in the fucking streets. <laughs> it'd be, it'd yeah. certainly feel a lot different if he was here. Honestly, uh, and, I, and I think, and I think that's 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 huge because this is what it's all about. Uh, like the riots. I mean, I personally, when it comes to the riots, it's extreme uh, method. Uh, but unfortunately, throughout our history, it's a, it's one that's worked when it comes to not being understood, not being heard. Um, it's until people are inconvenienced, people are feeling frustrated themselves that they actually get to listen and see that like you just mentioned watching that eulogy, seeing that moment, what occurred, watching that video, watching community members telling the officers, this man's not breathing. And then the people that are there supposed to be protecting and serving, not doing what they're supposed to be doing. It's about what's wrong. What's wrong is wrong. You know, and, and, and there's going to be, you know, people that are assholes in life. But it's about not holding those people accountable. And that's the biggest message. And this is the first time as a man of color, as a black man, that I personally feel that everybody's in tune with what the fuck is happening and real conversations are happening. And when it comes to the professional wrestling world, I mean, this is a conversation that's been happening in the last couple of years, especially with Kofi Kingston winning, all right? When you think back, the last black champion was who? The Rock. Shit is crazy. Speaking and then of you the watch Rock. something like yeah, Dark right? Side of the Ring. Yeah. And then you look at the dark side of the ring and all the information you start to hear about the stories of things that have happened throughout the years in professional wrestling. And then you look at Twitter after certain individuals provided the perspective on certain comments. Scary. And you see that even scary. within your own locker room. You don't know. Right? And that's scary time. Scary. Well, 
his Hulk Hogan just got banned from AEW for him and, and his wife for some ex-wife. racist tweets. So. Uh, yeah. And she was commenting more on, on the riots itself. That it's not gonna help, or it's not, it's not, help, it's not helping the cause. But her words, not understanding. It's very boring. Here's my thought, and I'm a white guy, so it really doesn't fucking matter. The people who are rioting are different than the people who are protesting. It's a different group of people. Right. The march in Boston that led up to the riots and the looting in Boston was a march. They walked three or four miles to the state house where there's no parking. Where the looting was happening, they were driving up to the store. So where were their cars? That tells you right there, it's not the same people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me put it in Mark's perspective. Like I'm 45 years old, right? And I've been having to learn, like over the last 10 years, how to adjust how I have conversations. Like when I grew up, man, it was eeny, meeny, miny, mo. That was still in circulation at that point in time. So was Ring Around the Rosie, which was a World War II song about the ashes from the Jews. So, mm-hmm. like, this is embedded in our culture, guys. Like, this doesn't just go away. It's going to take people, people like, like us that take, take to the, the waves, waves that we do and, and hold, like, like you said, said man, like, like, hold people accountable. Like, like that's, that's what we have to do. do. And, you know, you know this, this is, is this a pro wrestling podcast, and I'm, I'm glad that we get out of the way so people can see that no matter Montana, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Shitty ass Wyoming, where I'm at right now. Um, <laughs> it, it, it don't matter, man. And what matters is, is that we're human beings all together, and it's sad that there's a small piece in our human anatomy called pigment that can allow us, allow us to treat people differently. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe change is needed, man. Speaking of change and JP's. Earlier point of Rock, he, he sounds, sounds like, like he, he might, might be wanting to do some change around, around here, man. Send a message to Mr. Trump. What's up with that, guys? Rock 2020. Yeah, he cut out even the promo. That shit was long. That shit was long. He didn't end it with if you saw what the Rock is cooking, though. We're making light of a very serious situation, but. It, it was, was well, like it was, it was well set, set right? And, and it was passionate, and I think that's, that's what he was trying to convey: is that there's a lack of leadership in general to keep everything in perspective. Like, like we keep having to get our perspective from like this culture shock, as opposed to like someone guiding us through this shit, and like no one's guiding us through this shit. So we're each taking our own avenues to get there, right? Some longer than others, and so that is a fucking sea of. Insecurity, like, like how, how can you just be dealing with all of this shit with no one to talk? No one in power, kind of giving you a sense of like, oh, we're, you know, we're, we'll figure this out, right? That's always happened when there's chaos. Someone is there to be like, guys, we'll figure this out. We'll figure this out together. Um, we'll figure this out together, right? Terrorist bombings, this and that, third, and every situation that we've ever come across has always been like, we'll do this together. We'll figure this out. And it, it, the, the rock, rock is the guy to say that? <laughs> <laughs> Why is the rock? Yo, 2020 is weird, bro. Yo, fast. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> weird. The theme song came out. He, he had, had to come in and answer the call. If, if you smell, smell, come on. It, it, it works. I'll tell, tell you this much. Uh, we, we, we've been, been through worse. I, I, I really, like, at, at least I know that the rock is a wholesome person. person. 
right? <laughs> and, and we, we know, know there's so, so many different, different avenues, right? Hey, hey if, if that's, that's the best, best we can do, we've been, been in, in the worst situation. I'll tell you what I guess, right? Right? It's like your an actor can't, this and that. Trump, Trump was there, there like, Ronald Reagan was, was an actor. Right, right. Right, right. He made the movie that like those movies. And that's it. It's been a crazy ass week. That's for sure. On the midst of all this madness, we got some crazy tweets coming out. Like you mentioned, Linda Hogan. Her son also tweeted some crazy shit. He did? Yeah, he. Did a, uh, uh, meme, uh, mentioning car accidents and the victims having that DUI charge. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> the, the, it's, it's, it's just that's coming out, man. I don't know what's going on, but even the new, of course, Jackson Riker. Uh, how could we not, you know, mention that? Um, how about me? How did you fear you heard this? Like, like, what went through your head? Me or the other JP? I know that's why I stayed. I mean, I'm gonna be a hospital. It's gonna be a fun with night, boys. It's all good, baby. So, this is how I feel about this shit. Wow. What a view. Wow. It's just scary. Uh, because here we have a man, a veteran, right? Served this country. And especially in this moment, this time to to use that, say that, put that out there. Um, and on top of that, like Kevin Owens said, to, to use his gimmick, wrap around it, his little gimmick. Uh, his shitty wrestling catchphrase. Let's get it right. <laughs> <laughs> he did and, and then to see the response, to see the response from the other wrestlers, like... People are getting dragged similar to the whole Drew Brees situation right now. Like, it's getting ugly. I think, like, read the fucking room. You know what I'm saying? Like, look around. Shut the fuck up. If, if, if just for a minute, just for a minute, the conversation's not about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, just consider that. Consider, if you've got nothing good to say, you don't support it, you fucking this and that in the third, right? Black Lives Matter, this and that. However you may feel, Shut the fuck up. It's not about you. Right? You know what? You know? Mr. Sorry. You know what? I kind of disagree now. You know why? Because because I think it's... T- like, that's what we've been doing. That's how we've been navigating. And that's why these things are still occurring. Because people, when they don't have nothing nice to say, they don't say anything at all. Now people are, are, are saying what they feel. And you know what? That's an opportunity to have a conversation. Because I, I don't know you feel a certain type of way about this. I can never explain to you my experience. I can never give you a different perspective for you to be able to change your mind. Right? So those conversations are not happening because people ain't saying shit. Now people are saying shit. We're forcing ourselves to get... This is why we're here. And that's what I'm saying. It's the first time that I think we have a possibility to get somewhere. Because it's inherently wrong. I'm a, I'm a huge libertarian. Like, I don't, I don't care if you go boof coke up your girlfriend's ass in your house. Right? I, you do that all day long. Right? But don't bring it into my house. Bring it outside. Like that's cool, right? If you're gonna, if that's what you're gonna do, do that. I'm a huge libertarian, and I really, I really feel like we we gotta stop pushing 
each other's agendas on each other and just really accept who the fuck we are as a, not not just a human race, but as a family of 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 pro wrestling fans. And we're a huge niche. Like, if people don't believe that pro wrestling is a microcosm of what society brings to us, just take a look at, like you said, how many American. Asian American, whatever you want to throw in there, champions have there ever been in the WWE, WWF, whatever, throw that in there. It's always been a huge microcosm. You can throw in the Iron Sheik, Nikolai Volkov. You can throw all that in there in the 80s and even to now um, with Jinder Mahal. You throw them there. It's not a negative thing. I love Jinder Mahal's nipples. He's a great athlete. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is like, it's that time to have the conversation. That's a drop. Be open. That's a drop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're calling it. That's a drop. I love you. <laughs> oh shit. Well, amidst all this madness, man, there was some wrestling, guys. Oh, SmackDown yes. happened last week. That's right. Uh, uh, I thought you said wrestling. Oh no, wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. Um so these these run me over with a car gimmicks. They never get old, do they? Jeff Hardy opens up the show, runs over Elias. Pretty chubby. What's going on here? Talk to me. So I guess that they're turning uh, Jeff Hardy's problems from reality into they're they're sprinkling him to with the storyline, huh? The WWE, <laughs> like they again always do that to Jeff, yo. They always do that. But Jeff, but uh, but I'm pretty sure Jeff has a saying in this, and if he's agreeing with it, then he's cool with it. I mean, they they have to run it by him first, right? Hey, well, how well I'll did it work out for Animal, and how well did it work out for Scott Hall? <laughs> That's true. Man. I'm out. There you go. <laughs> never, <laughs> never a good idea. Never a good idea. You know something? The young punk's been the only survivor. I forgot Mojo Mojo Riley. Oh. <laughs> the guy with the blue cum stain on his face? Hey, wow. that's the one. I think that's the guy. I, think oh, that's I guess he got I wonder <laughs> how, how bad it would have been if it would have run that, that angle with, like, let's say, Apollo Crews. Just based on the climate. Right? Because Wayne was arrested. Can I ask you guys a serious question? Like, when the fuck did he go from Apollo Crews to Crews again because of the shooting and now Apollo Crews again? Like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have. Uh, That's a million dollar question. That's a million dollar question. Yeah, but uh, before we we can talk all this shit about WWE, but who is a serious black performer in AEW? Woo! Just saying, like it goes Scorpio Sky. Just saying that WWE is is, is on the fucking yeah, you know I mean, right, like on the right, train yeah. right They're now. They're not the only ones in the hot seat under the microscope. They, They're not. Next would be Sunny Kiss after Scorpio Sky. I mean, once upon a time, they were pushing Private Party really hard, but private they kind of pulled back a little bit. Yeah, they kind of come back down. They had a thing this week, though. So, I mean, he has a title shot next week against Cody. So, we'll see him um, one half a party, uh, Private Party. 
I guess uh, here's I guess, here's the other part of that though is that if you think about the most dominant tag teams when it comes to any promotion right now, um, they are African American dominant. They really are. I mean, can you go Street Profits, um, New Day? Like that's just that's the stuff that I'm. I don't know, man. It's just I I will always buy a tag team over a singles all the time because I'm waiting for the potential breakup. I'm always waiting for the potential breakup. But it just doesn't happen that way. Like if can we just get can we just get somebody to turn in the new day like we did in uh what what. And why, why how many fuck? It's just like John Cena. How many like free pebble pebble shirts are in the fucking audience with pancakes on them? <laughs> <laughs> why would you break that up? I I at you, some point, the pancakes get stale. I, 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 I do a big E run. Kids gotta grow up. If you agree, I want big E to have a singles run. For sure. I thought they were heading in the direction until the Xavier Woods in- injury. Yeah. Because um, I thought with Kofi uh, losing the belt, that was a perfect opportunity for him maybe to spring off uh, or Xavier Woods, or but mostly Big E. I don't know. I, I, I think that anticipation of a, of a storyline that could be versatile, right? Because they could always reunite. That's why the uh, Orton and uh, Edge angle that they, they kind of teased Rated RKO may come back together. Nope. That's that's why it worked. Uh, and it stopped working. The greatest wrestling match of all time. Say it. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> we'll, get, Ever. We'll, get, Ever. we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there, you. Um, real quick, Sasha Banks defeated Alexa Bliss. Uh, pretty cool to see Sasha go over and weird storyline there. Mandy Rose and Otis uh, had a little storyline there. Talk to me about that real quick. They ogled each other and then they made out by the pool. Ooh, what's up with this? Is, is Mandy Rose trying to like uh, get all fancy, or because he's much the money in the back now, or is this always been the case with? I don't know, bro. It, it seems like we're living vicariously through Otis right now. I know I am. What <laughs> <laughs> I couple... know is that Daniel Bryan the yeah, Shakespeare. Yeah, <laughs> couple of private moments. Let's get JP. Let's get JP to say Sasha. For some reason I pronounce I'm from Boston I don't say ER at all But for some reason when I say Sasha It comes out with an ER Breaking a few regulations uh, How close they definitely get in by that pool and Otis grinning up some pork chops. There's some pork chops on that. Uh, Definitely fun to watch. Nah, let uh, Otis have those, those two are definitely tongue wrestling, though. I'll say that. Are they there's something. There's something. Wrestling? There's something going on there. Dad, dad, dad pods. That's what's going on. Dad pods. Making it run. <laughs> Dude, oh, after everyone comes out of quarantine, of course dad bots are going to be on the fucking... <laughs> Yo, <I'm laughs> Let's move Every... on to Raw, gentlemen. Raw, Raw, no. Raw. Alistair Black defeats Seth Rollins in the opening bout. Uh, Seth still got beat with Ray. Is this entertaining right now, guys? Ray and Seth? 
Because I think it, it got a little deeper, right? With his son got involved this week. Right. Is his son under contract at this point? I know yeah, he's done yeah, like a yeah, handful. Yeah, has to be like so. Has yeah. to, especially after his promo. Like he has to be. I just I, I hope he's ready. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping they go like a Sandman uh, and Raven storyline where they corrupt Dominic into working for Seth. <laughs> Maybe. I'm, so focused, I'm so focused on the discipleship, like the ultimate following of Buddy and Al Austin Theory. Like the ultimate discipleship, meaning you just stop and you spread the word. It's that's that's the part that I'm focused on. This is not so much Ray because that's that's a big name with Seth and it, it is what it is. But the Buddy Murphy and Austin Theory backstory behind that is what excites me. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I want to see that backstory. Yeah, and a, two great talents. Uh, perfect opportunity. But you know what? <laughs> not for nothing. Right now, for me, I, I know he's the Messiah. He's supposed to be. The biggest heel they have right now, but every time he's on the screen, man, all I'm thinking about is that Becky's pregnant, bro. Like, <laughs> this is where, like, you know, I can't suspend my disbelief no more. <laughs> Talking about dating up, though, huh? Like, he's definitely dating up above his scale. He's way out of his pay scale over there. <laughs> you saw his Twitter picture, right? Elite. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Might have another. And not loud enough, too, but very low. Watch the tone. Apollo Crews and Kevin Owens in a banger. That was pretty uh, out of nowhere. I didn't see that coming anywhere. Um, How are we feeling about Apollo Crews in this U.S. title, man? You think he's going to last with this or what? I'm trying to stay calm. Like, I'm literally trying to stay calm. Because, like, Apollo Crews is probably, could have been, probably the best 205 Live champion that had ever been seen at any point in time, anywhere. And then the shooting happens, they change his name to Crews, the the collector, Vince McMahon, shoves him in the corner, and then all of a sudden they decide to bring him back out as Apollo Crews. This is the TV writing that us as pro wrestling fans get so frustrated by. Like, there's no... Rhyme and reason, there's no story, there's no backstory, there's nothing that we can buy in and chop into other than like, well fuck that, I guess he's Apollo Cruz. Right. They, and then and then to your point, they write themselves into a corner. Mm-hmm. They blow their load super early on storylines. That was they don't let them develop. And then they're just like, all right, Braun and Bray, whoever loses is now trash. You know what I mean? You oh know- well, right, Apollo Cruz, fuck him, because we got nothing for him. Let's put him on the show. Oh, wait, we need, we need somebody. All right, cool. I honestly think that, and I'm going to shut up on this, is I really think that somebody like Apollo Crews, a talent like that, like, fuck the 24-7 championship. Like, that's stupid. It's, it's done. Once you put it on Gronkowski's wake, it just, once you put that on a Patriot's waist, it becomes a piece of shit. <laughs> Josh, you know how I feel about championships and press. That got that. When was the last time a title belt held, changed hands on a national news program? But this is my this is my point. Okay, this is my point. When is the last time you saw a television title in play? But it doesn't matter. It still wouldn't change hands on a national news program. It changed hands on freaking on Fox News, which, like their it's politics or not, it's a national news program. It's not the title that I'm. It's not the title. It's the name of the motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. I get you. 
Like, if you change that into a TV title, that Apollo Crews could be on NXT, Raw, SmackDown. He could be defending that thing three times in one week, getting maximum exposure, and that TV title would become something. Like, how many times did RBD, how many times did RBD and Jerry Lynn wrestle each other throughout the years that nobody ever really saw, but they saw it on TV? You want to ask for... Are you asking for continuity? For <laughs> <laughs> the longest rating episodic television programming, you're asking for continuity? We can only put a flare on every fucking show of the week. We can't do that with Apollo Crews. How dare you? Oh, right. Just know that people out there that are cr- creating this trash, they get upset too. They get tight. They get their panties in a bunch. All these about us expressing our opinions on the All these douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm sorry, but trash is trash. <laughs> I don't need to be a sommelier to fucking know that trash is trash. My palate is sophisticated enough to know that this is garbage. Basura cow. Basura cow. Talk to him. Basura cow. Drew McIntyre. The same order to port for armpits. <laughs> Shout out to Dirty Armpits. Shout out to the over Oh, yeah, I'm eating. Drew McIntyre defeats MVP. Lana shows uh, causes of distraction. I am distracted by her presence in this. It's, it's annoying. It's distracting. I don't what, like it. Why is she still working for the company? And <laughs> uh, let's not do this. Let's just go right. to the better things in life. Let's move on to Wednesday, gentlemen. NXT. Candice LeRae, Mia Yim. Double count out, but hey, I like the story, guys. Um, anybody excited for what they're seeing right now? I saw this article about Mia Yim. Oh, yeah, it was like uh, I don't know, some some herb fucking wrote it. It was awful. It was the most ass kissing piece of shit hack journalism. Was it, it like was over like, 300 words? Over 500? I was like, no, this, this is like Brad Shepard, and it wasn't. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. This is trash. It was crazy. So, some of it was, so it was like Brad Shepard, so none of it was true. <laughs> right. Mia <laughs> yeah. Yim, please love me. Look at this article. I love it. It's so great. Uh, we, we talked about this last night with Ref Quinn, and if anybody hasn't watched, uh, I think it's America on 18, was a three on three match uh, females versus males. Uh, Mia Yim in that match, and they actually wrestled against LAX. Um, at that time, it is probably one of, one of the stiffest matches I have ever watched in my life, and I could watch that thing on repeat forever. And she's a hold on, match. hold on, though. They're all Jersey guys, so it was SAT. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> when, when they stole LAX, no one they stole the name LAX. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, how about, all right, so how about our boy Drake Maverick? Wait, wait, wait. How about him? How about him? Before, before you get there, before you get there, are we starting up the mixed tag shit again? The mixed max tag? Because oh, all these uh, couples are tagging up in, in NXT. Every, right? every single power couple they got in NXT is yeah, together. Yeah, I've got the up there. You have Candice LeRae. Carrying a scar to go win. Now, Scarlet, right? Curfew times. On these recruits, all right, they're all shacking up during this quarantine. They're all getting it on, and they're all coupling up. 
and now they want to work together. All right, there's no place in the business. For, nah, man. <laughs> I would only care if they can wrestle, like intergender. I like it. I'm a fan of intergender. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. It's real good. It's and it's a different style. I'm not a fan until. Until I watch it for a minute or two, and if the girl can make me forget I'm watching an intergender match, then I can watch it. Okay. But if okay. I'm watching a guy versus a girl the whole time, I just can't buy into it. Yeah. Does Tessa Blanchard be able to portray that for you? Yes, at some points, because she did it so she did it so often for a while. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Grace is another one. And she came into oh, to the business against men, like yeah. was trained, so that's why it's more comfortable for her. Quite frankly, the knockouts division is the strongest women's division in wrestling. In oh, it has wrestling. been. I, I I believe Taya can fuck somebody up. I believe Rosemary can go wild and fuck somebody up. I think Havoc could do it. I think uh Sue Young could do it. I like they're all threats. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all you need, right? Threat. And they're all threats. Do you believe there's no longer any more sunny days ahead? No, <laughs> man. I believe Jordan Grace can take care of that. <laughs> believe, so, in that knockout division, where's Maria Canelo's going to fall into that? Ooh. Announcer. I'm still trying to figure out where Peraza's going to fall into that. So, so I, so, so we know that. Uh, they already promoted about something that's happening in July. Slammiversary. Yeah. Slammiversary, July 18th. And, and, and they, they started the, that promotion with announcing the, the, the releases from the WWE during the pandemic. So I think Maria's going to be uh, her man's Canela's uh, ballet. What they did in the E, I think they're going to try to perfect that. I think that's the angle they're going to go with. He, can I, mean, I just tell you, he got. is so good, too. Like He got so misused in the WWE. Or oh, just not used. Extremely misused. Yeah. So fortunate. There's guys that that can can flourish and, and they're strapped down. I mean, it's a story we keep hearing from all these. This is why so Cody's he's going to come back as the miracle again, or is he uh, is he going to come back as like Michael Canellis? Uh, I, I think you go with the miracle. Um, that worked for him. Or unless you can, unless you can put him back with Taven and them and reunite the kingdom. But I don't think I think contracts are going to keep that from happening. You an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent wants nothing to do with the kingdom. <laughs> we don't need Vincent no more. We don't need Vincent. We get him. We get Canada. Um, so we. I need can him. tell you, those guys are all still best friends. Yeah. <laughs> we interviewed Blood uh, Blood <laughs> Shout out to the Horror King. In our episode, Vinny is such a good dude. Vinny is such a good dude. Oh, yeah, man. I just wanted to plug it really hard. I wanted to say it yeah. out loud. Hey, I wanted out to say interview, out loud. We interview people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hustling. Stay hustling. Um, it, is, it is a hustle to get interviews sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no lie. Speaking of hustles, you know what else is a hustle? Yo, charities, bro. And uh, our boys over here, I heard y'all got a charity going on. What's going on? Talk to us real quick, man. So, uh, shoot. Well, 15 years ago, we started, it was internet radio. It wasn't even podcast. I was the Irish whip with my buddy Joe. Josh was total nonstop radio with his buddy Nico. Nico worked for TNA and was raffling off, uh, yeah, no, it was auctioning off a towel that was signed by all the TNA guys. And uh, 
at the time I had a really good job and I made some money and he was going to donate all the money to um, the National Autism Association. We didn't even really know each other. We didn't fuck with each other back then too much. We were just two different shows. I sent him a message, said, whatever you get for a winning bid, I'm going to match. He instantly pulled the auction and said, nah, let's do something. And we started um, wrestling autism. And we pumped out some t-shirts. It was Autism 316. And it went for a couple of years. And we, we donated enough money where we were listed on the National Autism Association site. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But we stopped doing the podcast. We kind of... Uh, let that fall to the side, and then a couple of weeks ago, we're doing the, me and Josh are doing the show, and Josh is like, oh, by the way, I started a new Twitter, and I, I got a website for wrestling autism. So we're just really getting it rolling again. Um, nice. gonna get some You're back, up and- baby. That's right. That's right, man. Doing thing- a good thing, man. Yeah, the biggest thing behind it was is that when we started this, there's a couple of kids, um, one of them was actually side with a ball, but he's there uh, now. And they did an internet wrestling radio show at 14 and 15 years old. And <clears throat> Big Al had autism. And yeah. we ended up sending Big Al and his mom to WrestleMania um, on our dime. Everything. So it was, it was it's one of those things where we try to convey this to people. They, they think we're full of shit. shit. Like, like, they just, they just, think, like, like, the, the fact, fact that, that, that video was here, like... like this, this is, is where I'm at. Like, that's what radio is doing. This isn't this is something that people, people um, above and beyond are, are doing this. Like, like this, this is what is what should be um, podcasting now. And mm-hmm. it was baby um, through TNA and, and Dixie Carter and Double J. And everybody down there at TNA Impact were so gracious and helpful in allowing us to do this. Um, they didn't contribute any money or, or any advertising. They just let us do our thing. And uh, unfortunately, you know, we, we had to go our separate ways to get where we're at now. And uh, it's fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. And the Autism 316 shirts are coming back out. So you guys will be, the people will be able to see those. Um, but it's just one of those causes. It's one of those things where... Um, it's near and dear to our heart. Um, it's near and dear to a lot of people's hearts out there. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, there's 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 ladies, guys in New Jersey, New Jersey that will get on a plane, fly to Colorado, get um, uh, aerosol THC, um, get on a plane and fly back for their kids that have autism just because it helps yeah. them so much. Wow. So yeah. that's, awesome. that's, that's, that's where we're at is we're just trying to help these kids out that are misunderstood um, don't always get the same um, treatment which we've already been talking about it's fair and ethical treatment uh, and help and that's what this is for is just to use the avenue of pro wrestling uh, use the avenue of podcasts and use the pro wrestlers that we know um, which we are going to start doing Like it's just right now it's kind of shelved um, because we're building up what we need to get so we can actually do it yeah. but I really appreciate you we appreciate the startup, man, because you got to get there. You got to get there somehow, right? So much, and, much power and, and to I, you guys. And if I may say, man, it's beautiful because, you know, when we, we talk about the, the pro wrestling community, uh, that's a population that, that is really invested in our community, man. Going to a lot of independent shows, yeah. man. It shows so much love. It's beautiful for me to see that. That they're able to see the same, the, they have the same passion and love that we do. They see the same thing. They're moved as well. You know what I mean? And that's something that sometimes people forget. 
um, especially when it comes to autism, as far as the way they may feel or, or can feel energy and love and support or be in the moment, man. And so I, I appreciate you guys are doing this and we'll definitely help you guys out. Keep us counting. We definitely promote the shit out of it. Let's make yeah. this happen. Yeah. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, absolutely. And everything that happened with it was sort of an accident from the startup to I I was buying T-shirts. Um, there used to be a cheap shirt, uh, a store up here that sold licensed T-shirts for pretty cheap, like six or seven bucks. I was, I was driving home with a bunch of them one day, and I looked and saw the autism three, the Austin three sixteen shirt, and I went, "Oh man, I knew what I had to do." Yeah. I went down yeah. to WrestleMania yeah. 25 in Houston with an autism 316 shirt in my back pocket the whole time. If I go within 20 feet of Austin, I was thrown into him, but it never happened. <laughs> because it was always meant to be a rip-off. Uh, it was always meant to be a rip-off. You know what, though? Hit him up. Hit him up. He might be so down for that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I will now. Yeah. I will now. Clean. 
Yeah. I mean, realistically, he's he's too humble of a man because you know that him being an executive VP, he's just putting everybody over at the point. Right. At yeah. point. That, that's what but he's pretty much doing. But he also doesn't lose any of his heat by doing that. No. Exactly. Uh, yeah, he's making the big the bucks, like Josh said. And, 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 and it, it may, may not be for the new fans, fans that are just meeting him now for AEW, but for, for all, all of us, we know that at any point in time, time he could turn it on. And we're going to get him in my mega. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's at a Randy Orton level where like he's motivated is going to happen, but the opportunity is there because he has way too much talent for that to be the case. Right. On the way to this is breakup to be that match. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're gonna, gonna build a storyline, and you got it takes off from there. Yeah, yeah. So, so who's the heel? Who's the heel? Breakup. Adam. Kenny Omega. Nah, Adam. Kenny. It's Kenny. Adam, Adam's Adam, the baby Kenny. face coming out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Adam's the baby. Adam's coming out, baby. Because yeah, uh, Kenny, you want to see Kenny Omega go back? You need. We need the heel, Kenny. Okay. And, well, and I want to see Hunter Horse Helmsley come back out with uh, Hangman, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter, boys. <laughs> oh, uh, I want to see Hyde, uh, Kenny Omega, uh, Matt Riddle. I don't know. Who else could we put there? I don't know. Rob Van Dam. Like, I want to see that. But... It's a card right there. I want to see Marty Skrull in AEW. That's who I want to see. Yeah, the problem is, is Marty Skrull doesn't want to see Marty Skrull in AEW. Marty <laughs> Skrull doesn't want to see that week. He wants that NWA money too, man. Nah, Helping that them was out that was, yeah. that was really smart that he didn't go to AEW because we want it. And no matter when he goes, we'll want to see it. You will never get right. this. So? We'll never get this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think he was ever looking at AEW, though. I think AEW probably looked at him more than he looked at them. Yeah, you think so? Could be. Yeah. Well, they got boss. They went out and got Brian Cage, and he's doing big things with Taz this week. They're pushing him over for that match. That was a great pairing, man. Taz and Brian. No, I don't like what had the segments was, but I'm saying that's a great pairing. Okay. Brian Cage with Taz, that can get somewhere. Is it like Inheritance Week? I would see Taz make that belt, like the the FTW, and just come out and just give that to Cage. And just uh, let him carry. Just like, just like, like he did in ECW. Like, fuck it, I'll make my own belt. Like, just take that FTW belt, but don't make it orange. Make that thing blue and make a cage and let him carry that thing around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. crazy. I mean, should make good a shit. Of shit. <laughs> you didn't see title because that shit is ugly. I thought was- <laughs> Let's talk about it. Cody defends his success against uh, Jungle Boy. This is a hot cap. I knew it was going to be a classic. That was a go- great match. Great match, man, but terrible title. My but the only match Cody ever loses is to his tattoo artist, so. <laughs> Wait, that's not a hickey? Oh, man, let's, let's talk, let's talk. And it's- I got butthole. I'm the group how to create suction with your butthole now. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty shit. Wow. You got that hit. Yeah, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yo, let's, 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 let's talk NXT. Let's talk takeover. Let's take over the combo now. <laughs> Move into the pay-per-view this Sunday. Um 
how are we feeling about this? Any early thoughts? Any early uh, thoughts on, on what we're expecting to see here? JP, I know you 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 don't really you're not really fond of the old previous in your houses, so you have a bad you think there's a bad stigma to it. So you start to the savage, right? Yeah, the savage, the savage. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so yes, unfortunately, I see in your house, and I do not remember fond memories. I remember <laughs> being a young child, uh, you know, watching through the black box. Yes, the illegal yes. box. Yes, uh, I was <laughs> first to shout, the world shout out to Channel ninety six. And, and just knowing that this isn't like the other <laughs> this is not as good as the preview. And whenever it was in your house, I was like, you know what? I don't need to watch it. What other movies are playing? So it doesn't doesn't give me hope for this weekend. Uh, but the only thing that does give me hope is that it's still an NXT takeover. Okay. So and for the exception of Mia Yim, all the NXT takeovers have been phenomenal. I'm looking forward to seeing some wrestling this weekend. A little bit of nostalgia, which is always good, even though it's in your house. Uh, but nostalgia is what we need right now because nostalgia always brings feelings of love and dismay. Okay, so and I'm going to ask you about that women's match. Uh, you're definitely not going with Mia. I'm going to say her. Unfortunately not. Uh, all, all I'm sticking is the fact. Okay. That was the uh, one match that... Let's just jump Who? over that. Um, Who what hurt thing? you, yo? What? <laughs> what? In that fucking declaration of hate, dude. Yeah, you just like, ugh. It's like you stabbed and turned the fucking knife. Holy shit. Uh, definitely Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Uh, I feel this is Damian's chance or, li- or last. <laughs> um, <laughs> First or last. Most, Yo, does anybody uh, like Damian Priest? Is anybody? Yeah, Josh, JP, talk to me, man. How do you feel about Damian Priest so far? What we've been seeing, man. Who? <laughs> 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 doing that shit. Ask Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is Josh. No, 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 that is Josh. <laughs> that is Josh. No, that was Josh. She said who? And you said Damian Priest. signing with any other team because of you you know you know what else cut baron corbin his hairline (laughs) severely severely (laughs) 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 fuck baron corbin you know what the one thing i will respect is baron corbin's hairline you know why because i didn't say shit about hogan for years we got away with that shit (laughs) <laughs> but he had a dope beard. 
Yeah, oh, Hogan covered his up with a bandana. Yeah, right. Uh, Hogan can't Car- have a no beard. Hogan had a dope sharpie that he was just like. He pulled a. To get it in. He pulled a Carlos Boozer. He hung him with Carlos Boozer. We're trying to like Billy Graham, though. If you think about it, Billy Graham was the first one to do that. Mm. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Hey, Young. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the hand, baby. <laughs> What's the main event? What's the main event this weekend? It's uh, Adam, Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream. Champion. So, sir, that will be a great match. Let's talk about it, man. Because uh, there's no way, there is no way Adam Cole walks out of the main event this weekend. With that NXT championship, I feel right. Or I think I, I think, think that Josh is. Uh... I think Josh fell over. Josh, are you right? There you go. You fucked up. You fucked up. I don't even know where I'm at right now. Mister, bring him back. <laughs> that prop was oh, hitting hard. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Don't breathe. <laughs> Are you on the Firefly Funhouse? I don't know. This is what I'm, I'm weary about. They haven't been in action for a while. Uh, you haven't seen Adam Cole do too much or the Velveteen Dream. So I just hope that they can still, still see the show. Uh, but you have to have Adam Cole win it. You can't change the title. You can't have Velveteen Dream have a title run when you have no fans. And we're still in quarantine. You can't have that. It's going to be set to fail. You can't Apollo Crews the situation. Yeah, all right. I see. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Mischief, how about you? Uh, I don't know, right? Isn't Velveteen Dream supposed to be a pedophile? We never found out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We still haven't wow. figured his name. We still haven't figured his name. Uh, I, I, do we, is, is that our answer? Do we go based on the, the, the results? On I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure Vince McMahon covered it up. And, uh, you know, the fact that he's in the main event says obviously it's not, it's not a problem for them or it's, it's unresolved. I don't know. I, I don't know what to think. Don't miss an episode. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Josh JP, talk to me about this main event, man. What do you want to see here? Is this Chapman Cole? It's got to be Adam Cole. Like, I like Velveteen Dream, but I also remember when he got fired off of that stupid reality show. Okay. Okay. Um, tough enough? Yeah. It was tough enough that it was, like, only on the network or something, wasn't it? Isn't yeah, that what it yeah. was? Yeah, yeah, it was on yeah, USA, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Tough enough? No, I'm not fucking tough enough. So my name, Josh and Yeti, both of them together. That's right. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeti. Was his name Josh? That's right. Yeah, it was. Yeti, yeah. Yeah, he should do the. That shit. Yeah, that, anyone, was, oh, yeah. that was terrible, Yeti. Anyone to know his number? I need a new co-host. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. He needs a real Yeti. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 
calling your mom. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> calling your mom. Wait, can I have her number after you're done? Because <laughs> you see, you see my background, right? There's, there's a theme. There's a theme going on in here. Theme back here. There's a theme. There's clothes you wear. I, I, think Adam, I think Adam Cole is just a better, and I think Adam Cole is staying there. I think Adam Cole's happy in NXT. I don't think he wants to go up. Do you see him as like an NXT only talent? Like he's not gonna. Adam Cole is NXT until That's they throw stupid it. money at him. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Just gonna bring him back. The lure is not there. Wifey and then the friends. Can I just say this? I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna be done. Like Finn Balor should be where Adam Cole is right now. Yes. 100%. That's yeah, that just be it. Yeah. And their failure to move Finn Balor, like get rid of the demon. Like when people talk about grabbing talent and then fucking burying him, that's a prime example of it. Like I'm it's it's ridiculous to me how you can have a talent like that in the WB. Not just a talent, but a human being. That that's just a good person all around. And you bury him like that. It just it doesn't make any sense. But Adam, to me, Adam Cole is NXT. Like R- Roddy is NXT. Like to me, that's the they are the NWO of NXT. And I'm waiting for everybody else. And I'm I'm talking about Stephanie. I'm talking about Vince. And I'm talking about Shane to get the fuck out of the way and let Triple H run the show because you see it in NXT. Like you do. That's Triple H. Like you really I, like I, 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 I think, think Dominic Dijakovic, and I know I always fuck his name up, but he's so dumb as that. Wait, what, what does Dominic do? do? <laughs> <laughs> so, so he must, must like, like he, he must, must really like Mandy Rose, Rose then. <laughs> um, but how many people in NXT did they have to go through before he got a call? Because he's really good, but he's still. Pretty good. That's, That's true. And he's, he's not, not the top, top guy, guy there. So, so how, how many, many people did they have to go through before he said, "Yeah, I'll do it"? I don't think I don't think a talent like Velveteen Dream can have though until Adam Cole is gone. And in Velveteen Dream, like the shit that he wears, the the gear that he comes out with, the the airbrush stuff, like like this kid is. I know you don't like JP, but I love the kid. Like I think he is everything that the WWE could hang their hat on. If it wasn't for the color of the skin, and I mean that in the most sincere and honest way. Mm. John Cena shouted him out. He said that yeah. he'd love to work with him if given opportunity. So because they're similar, they're so similar. They're both entertainers over wrestlers. Right. He, he's such a Rick Rude to me. And Rick oh, dude was amazing. What do you mean? How dare I? No, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Like, Ravishing Rick is one of the greatest heels of all time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm honest. Uh, Double Team Dream with that belt is everything I want it to be, but Adam Cole has to go before that happens. Like, Adam Cole, before anybody else can have that belt, Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah there's, there's too much. much like, like, when's the last time, time you, see, you saw Adam Cole up in the belt? belt? Yeah, yeah, but I, I think, think Adam, Adam Cole, Cole can drop, drop that belt and make somebody instantly. Oh yeah, no, super over. Sure. Most definitely. Yeah, and I think that's like, probably the plan afterwards. That's got to be at least because unless they're putting him up, and the problem is, I'm I'm a little scared of of them bringing up Adam Cole 
to that main roster until Vince is gone, like you said. Don't trust him. No. Uh, Don't trust him. Away They'll the make roster. him a five champion, bro. Like, no. He's we not six eight. He's not tan. He doesn't have blonde hair. He ain't got tits. <laughs> and, he, and he has two names. That's true. Oh, terrible. He's terrible. Yeah. And this girl works for the, the, the opposition. <laughs> and his dentist. <laughs> She's a dentist. No, and his dentist. Yo, we, also, we also gave the debut this weekend. Karrion Cross' first match against the Monster yes. Champions. My second main event. Because, yo, I am yeah. a Chopper Mark. Can't wait for this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Bloodsport. Um, we saw Carrion do his thing out there. Mischief, I know you can't wait. Um, talk to me a little bit. What, what do you expect here? What do you want to see? Magnet. How much violence? This is going to be the greatest wrestling match of all time. <laughs> no, no, better than Orton no. Edge. <laughs> better than Orton and Edge. By the way, Orton and Edge is going to end on a small package. So is Paul's, Paul's package is coming out? Oh no! So we have an interference by Paul's package. Paul's package, little bitch. Hey, can you guys can you guys buy this? And this is just me thinking because I'm a huge mark. I just I don't I, I just do. I'm a huge mark for um, the tags. Like, do you see? Since you've got that the inner workings now with with Killian there, and you've got some guys um, NXT kind of replenished. Um, I mean, because it's been bare for a while. We got to be honest; like it's been bare for a good six months to a year. I mean, when you get to bring a talent like Finn Balor down, you've obviously brought in way too many, too much talent, and then burned that bridge. I just, I, I'm, I'm more excited to see um, Gargano make a run in for Tampa than anything else. Wow! I wow. really hope that. Wow, that's a story there, man. Get him. It, it took Carrion to get him to fucking come in and help his boy. Wow, wow I, I like that. that. I like we went there. Then, oh, yeah. so guess what? Guess what? It won't fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? You know why I, I, I disagree? He's not the Raw or SmackDown writers. This is NXT. It's a possibility. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And this DIY always will sell. Yeah. Then if this happens, Gar- Yo, Champa's got to get that ever-living shit beat out of him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. to the point where, like, yeah. it's sympathy. Like, it's, it, like, yo, by sympathy, like, Gargano has to come out. Let's yeah, like the, it's got to be to the point where you question, like, is this real or fake? Yeah. yeah. That's a stiff. And, um, Cross is the guy to do it. And repeat mm-hmm. to Johnny, too, afterwards. Like, it, it, that's how you, that's an instant, wow, what a push right there. You took out NXT's top two guys. But ultimately, I wouldn't want Gargano anywhere near Ciampa for a while. I'm kind of like, we've we've done this. Like, we've done this. <laughs> so I, I, four like, times, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, like. I, I cried all four times. If this wasn't <laughs> NXT, we'd be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, right? Gargano, right? Like, what is that? <laughs> 
do you think about how long that that collectively we've been watching pro wrestling? There's so many ways that this could go, right? And the reason I bring Gargano in there is, I mean, if you get if you could get that sympathy out there, where Gargano just like he just comes out and acts like he's going to save him and just starts beating the fuck out of him too, like that's where you finally get that. Like you're trying to get Gargano to be a heel, right? I mean, that's what you want. Right. Actually, mm-hmm. that's what you want. So why don't you beat the horse while he's down? Beat him while he's down. Like obviously. Make him a POS. Make Gargano a piece. Make people hate Gargano. That's the only way you can make them hate him is your best friend's down. Go fucking kick him. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. See, see I hear you, and that's and that's actually excellent. Like that's would be a, a phenomenal way to kind of push him over. Because for me, Gargano and Candace as heels, they're like sour patches. Sometimes they're happy. Sometimes they're sour. Like it's I don't get. I don't buy it. I don't that buy it. And you're bad. telling me both of them are going to go up against what well, we just saw, Mia Yim and a man, and they're going to like beat them? I don't get it. Uh, I don't yeah. get it. But that that would help. That would help. Yo, Keith Lee know. is a big piece of beef. Holy At the end of the day, Ciampa put his head through a fucking the middle of the ring. He exposed the ring and put his head through it. Keith you don't Lee is so shit fucking like- good, though. Keith Lee eats babies. can actually move. Like, he's... <laughs> Incredible. He eats them whole, right? Yeah. By the ankles, <laughs> and then he pulls them out skeleton. Like, like he's not an actor, I'll tell you that much. The he's great in a ring and thighs, bro. Shout out to his pink sneakers. Hey. Burn. Burn. <laughs> when he went up for the Royal Rumble, that was very fucking believable. Oh, oh that guy. Oh. That, that when face, when face the ring. Yeah, that face off the yeah. block was, was crazy. I'm afraid I have some bad news, gentlemen. That's all the damn time we have for you folks this week. But I definitely want to thank you, JD and Josh, for joining us this week, man. Talk to us. Tell, them, tell the fans where we can catch you and check out the Irish Whip podcast at. Yeah, man. So. In JP's mom's bedroom. Who? <laughs> <Wow. laughs> I might be I might be in the closet watching. <laughs> wow. Is that why you're in the closet? <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. Um, yeah, so, at 3 Irish Boys, pretty much everywhere on social media at this point. Um, at Autism316, we record at random times, but we go live every week now. Um, we go live when we go live, but nobody's fucking watching. <laughs> but uh, it's yeah, we, and we just go on like you guys we just go on and have fun you guys are actually more structured than we are I think but uh, it's we fine, are, we're we're fine. fine. We, we do it's fine. Fun thing, man. We're just having fun it's out fun. here we're blessed to have you guys on man we gotta do this sitting again man for sure yes. once, once we get out of these you know boxes that we in here we definitely gotta catch a drink somewhere and I know the perfect spot, Blue 42. You wait for us, man. We're going to be out there for sure. Tank Listen. out, Tanto. Pretty chubby. Tell them what, we gonna, what they going to do for us on iTunes, man. Check us out on iTunes. Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. Guys, don't forget to rate, review. Write us a comment. Rating. Give us those five stars. Just like I gave your mom five strokes. Hey. Check you out. Thank I gotta go check my mom's 
radio studio. So I signed up as a member, and then all this shit happened. So I can't get in there because they're closed. But 